You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. This is Season 9, Episode 5. I'm JD. I'm Jason. And uh, Scoots? Scoots. <laughs> What's a Scoots? What's a Scoots? I feel like doing the uh, John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. You know. Where's he? <laughs> Where's he? Well, Scoots is the magical, the happiest place on Earth. Magical Kingdom. Yeah. Um, Disney. He's That's a, an overrated place. Have you ever been? Oh, yeah, it's bullshit. I've actually never been. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't go. I bet it would be fun with kids, which he obviously is bringing his kids. Yeah, but, I mean, but he's probably having more fun than they are. I, I think sure. they had dinner with Cinderella, and I'm pretty sure that was his idea, not oh. his three-year-old daughter. No. She didn't care. He had been talking about it for weeks. He we had, couldn't get him to shut up about it. He was super nervous. He's like, I'm meeting such a big Dude, movie it's going to be cool. Like, I know it's not the real Cinderella, but I mean, it's still going to be really cool. Right. I mean, he, on, he's like, you know, she starred in a major motion picture. It was pretty much was about her. <laughs> pretty much being a movie star right <laughs> so, uh, No, he may be back next week. I mean, we don't know his schedule at this point. Anymore, sure. we don't know what he's up to. We don't know what his plans he's crazy. are. He's crazy, but that's he's, where he he's is. back down to being a guest host. <laughs> that's right. We're taking him off. We're taking him off. So, uh, yeah. So we're here to talk about The Walking Dead. But before uh, before we get into that, you're doing good, right? I know you're ready to move, but other than that, good. Oh man, I'm tip top. Everybody's healthy. Nobody's sick. Well, that's nice. That's know. that's a nice change for yeah, you. Yeah, that's been that's been rare. So, uh, uh, we're getting ready. Everybody's over here. My wife has got a cold, and I've been a little under the weather for the past few weeks. And I just can't shake it. But. Yeah, I mean, I got a little bit of allergies, a little bit of sniffle. Um, um, yeah. if it's just that stuff, it's, it's right. Yeah, as as no so. as long as no one's spewing things out, it's fine. Right. It's fine. right. That's bad. And we're about to get some pretty good weather here in Texas. I know. These are the two so, or three weeks so, of the year that, you know, it's really nice to live here. It's it's kind of perfect timing. It's supposed to be really nice weather on on, your move? on Sunday, which is when I'm moving. So. Unlike the last time I moved. Uh, not the last time, oh, but I moved into my last apartment before I got married. It, it was, was like, the middle of summer, right? It was like August 5th. It was 105 outside, and there was no yep. parking close to my apartment so we had to walk and carry everything like the length of a football field from the truck i thought my dad was going <laughs> to die i thought i thought that was the end i thought i'd killed him like we, we were carrying the couches and we just set him at the bottom of the stairs and he just sat on it i was like we've got to get it up the stairs he's like in, in a minute <laughs> in a minute yeah okay so lately we've been doing let's rate the episode beforehand and then we'll talk yeah. about it after. And I'm going to throw this out to you. And you okay. Can, and you can agree or not. I kind of want to we'll wait on that because I really kind of want to discuss it before I give it a rating because I have a lot of thoughts in my head and I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it yet. I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know. I don't really know if I can give it good rating. Not, not in the words of like, it's a. It was a bad episode. I don't know if I can make a good judgment, right? On, on what be like. I, I'm probably gonna have to watch this episode maybe once or twice more, right? Because I don't know. I think it, it just left me in a in a weird place. Like I loved parts of it, maybe not the whole thing. I don't know. I'm I'm in a weird place. 
I'm in a weird place with it too, which is why I want to talk about it because you, yeah. uh, I know a lot of people that I could talk to about it. And if I read on the internet, people would be shitting all over it. I have oh. no doubt in my mind. Well, and that's the thing. Like I, I was all over Twitter on, on Sunday night and it was like, it was like 50, 50 people yeah. were mad. People were happy. And it was, it was really crazy. Yeah. So I figure you and I could talk about it and maybe come to a consensus whether or not it was a good episode. It is. Or that not. is what we. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into the recap. So we yeah. know Rick at the end of the last episode gets knocked off his horse and falls on some rebar in not quite a vital area, uh, but certainly, <laughs> certainly a painful area. And there's two herds bearing down on him and he's kind of stuck. Um, right. Which is a tough situation to be in. And they've been hyping up for a long time that this is Rick's last episode. The end of Rick. Yeah. The end of an era. So you think, okay, this is how he's going to die. That's what they leave you hanging with in right. the last episode. Like, oh, That's what they want you to Yeah, kill. he's not going to get off that. They're going to come and he's like laying on an altar as a sacrifice right. to the herds. <laughs> you know. But that's not exactly what happened. They're going to keep him for a long time, giving everyone enough time to get away and survive. Right. But that's not what happens. He he gets his belt off and wraps it around the upper rebar pole, pulls himself up off it, and his horse, who we thought had run away, is actually still there and he's able to mount his horse and he starts thinking in his mind, All right, I gotta get the gotta get them away. Gotta lead him away. Yeah. That's why I'm here. We're gonna lead him away, lead him away, lead him right. away. So yeah. what what do you think of the opening? What do you think? Were you surprised that Rick made it out of that predicament? Uh, no, <laughs> that would have been, I mean, the episode would have been over five minutes in, or they would have had like an entire episode inside of his head. Right. You know, he was having thoughts, but they were taking place in like milliseconds. Right. Where in, in the real life there were, you know, it'd been like Inception. Inception? No. He was dreaming? <laughs> yeah, I, I knew he was going to get out of that pickle, um, but... It it is amazing how much strength he had to do a lot of the things. I I was I was fine with looking past a lot of it because it's Rick and he's 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 a hard dude and he's been through a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, my wife wasn't so forgiving. She was like, "How the hell did he get on that horse?" And not only did he get on the horse, he got on that horse multiple times. Like right, and he's right <laughs> away impaled. Right away yeah. holding the side, going, "Ow, ow." Uh, ow. Ow. <laughs> ow. Lead him away. And there's ow. a lot of blood coming out. <laughs> yeah, there is. It's like gushing. I mean, it, it didn't hit an organ. I mean, a vital organ, I don't think, but it's certainly yeah. a lot of blood. A lot there was of one loss. point where it was like the whole half, like lower half of his body was all blood. Right. And he's just squirting it out at some oh, point. Yeah. You, you just see it dripping and gushing. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh. Yeah. It's about to Yikes. get septic. It's about to get bad. Yep. It's about to get real bad. Okay. So let's talk about his little, I don't know what you, uh, delusions, illusions, his, in his yeah. own mind kind of thoughts. Um, because th- th- that was the crux of the episode, I thought, of the Rick story of the episode. We'll talk about Maggie and Negan here in a minute. Um, but sure. let's, I'd say we talk about Rick all the way up until the bridge, and then we can talk about Maggie, okay. and then we can talk about the end. Okay. So yeah. The, um, the first one brought back my favorite character. Probably from the whole damn show, um, Shane. Yeah. God, oh yeah, I love Shane. I've always and loved Shane, dude. It's almost like he's like 
he felt so much better. I think after playing the Punisher, <laughs> you know, like have you watched Punisher? Taken, oh yeah. Okay, good. He's taken some of that and like merged it into who Shane is, which they're pretty similar characters. Yeah, fairly similar. Uh, and he, I mean, he's just talking shit to Rick. He's like, "Come on, Rick, you know where we are." Oh, is this the, the that, car chase? That was actually so good. I love that. Like yes. just their banter back and forth, and now he's like. Yeah, how's, how's my daughter doing? Dude, that, <laughs> let's let's talk about that for a second. Oh, it was so good. Because this is in Rick's mind, so this it's not they didn't confirm or deny anything. But Rick right. apparently thinks in his in his head that 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 you know Judith is Shane's daughter. It's not his. Which right. we all think that because you sure. know timing because of time, biology, and you know how you know pregnancy works how and things, things like work. that. It was crazy, and Rick Rick yeah. loves Judith like his own. Same with Michonne. You know, it's like the family mm-hmm. that you find in this world is the family that you end up with. Right. And so he's always felt responsible for Judith as his own daughter, so he's going to certainly say that she's his daughter, even though maybe sure. he might not be the biological father, but what does that matter at this point? Right. But all of yeah. the, Shane, the Shane part where he's like, uh, I need you to f- dig down deep and find that anger find that I part know. of you where you bit that dude's throat yes. out. Which, oh my god. When I was on the Brains Got Bad podcast and they talked about they said, you know, bring your favorite moment. That was the one I did. I was like, dude. I what? think I did the same moment. I was like, That's when Rick fun. did that, it was so feral. It was so I mean, he had just reached this point protecting his kid and fighting for survival. You're like, yeah. 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 Dude, dude it's so badass. That's it was because of like Honestly, man, like, I'm so torn on this episode because that scene was so awesome. Yeah. And I think a lot of the flashback scenes were, like, amazing. I I loved the episode. Yeah. But, yeah, so we'll keep going. But, yeah, the Shane part was was so cool, and I loved it. It made me sad that they killed him off because I was like, can you imagine if Shane had been there the whole time? Like some Shane and Abraham, so Shane and Abraham interacting at all would have, oh, would have been God. the highlight of the year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it'd have been the best thing the show has ever done. Yeah, and like, yeah, just just his like his talking and his like telling him to to dig deep and I was like when he was and, like hitting him, the, slapping him on the shoulders. Like, yeah. come on, I know what's in you, Rick. I need yeah. to see that badass. I need you. To get and it out. really, it, they did so good. And actually, so I was, I was, I saw an interview with Nicotero where he was saying that they actually had a, a fair bit of like footage from the first season where they were like using old footage but putting Rick into that footage, like hyperimposing him. Really? And so, yeah, so there was like actually legit scenes from the first season that they were using in this episode, which was cool. That is cool. But, yeah, no, like, just even in that car scene, it just felt it felt like the first episode. Yeah. You know, them eating burgers and everything. And, yeah, and just yeah, talking just, shit about their wives and the girls yeah, that they're dating. Yeah. And then whenever, whenever Shane woke him up. Yeah, you need oh, to wake God. up. Wake up! <laughs> the walkers right there. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. That was, like, so awesome because that is has become so rare in the show. Where you have those like kind of jumpy moments, or right, 
you know, scare, like something happens and it kind of freaks you out or whatever that the walkers are ever scary anymore. Right. Cause they're, cause they're not really for the most part, but like having those scenes, Oh shit. Like this is happening. It was pretty right. terrifying. It was pretty terrifying for sure. It's really cool. I enjoyed it. And so yeah. Rick escapes the house that he's in. And I love the fact that there's a lot of tension in his plight. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it, there's a lot of close calls of him barely escaping and yep. him having to work and use every ounce of energy that he probably has left in his body at that moment. Mm-hmm. And he's got to run away. And then he gets to a safe point and he falls asleep again. Well, not falls asleep. He just like rests and he gets another mm-hmm. flashback illusion uh, dream sequence. And this time it's with your favorite character in the show. It's Herschel. Dude, that was legit pretty emotional well with the whole circumstance yeah you know scott wilson and i've always said this he's a great actor and he did a great job on the show yeah you just didn't like how they wrote it i've I've never enjoyed the herschel character but what he did in this scene i thought was actually pretty good saying you know and it's just to see some remorse out of rick you're like i failed i should have tried harder i'm so sorry for what happened to you and to your daughter, and to Glenn, Glenn. and then now that yeah. Maggie's got to be on her own, and little baby Herschel is not going to have his dad, you know, it was, it was tough. And, 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 the and Herschel, even like hearing, hearing Rick being like, you know, can I just stay here? Can I like look for him here? <laughs> you know, like that was so, yeah, so crushing because it was just such a, like a nice, you know, they were looking out on the sunset, and it was just like a beautiful scene. And he's just like, "I just find him here." <laughs> he yeah. just kind of wanted to give up. Well, and Herschel reassuring him, you know, like, "No, no, no. My daughter is yeah. a strong leader because of you. My grandson yeah. is going to be okay because of you, because of what you've done." And I loved that they're kind of reassuring the viewer, like, "Hey, you're right to cheer for Rick." Rick, right. I mean, Rick has gotten a lot of hate over the years, and I don't know if that's from the character or from the story that's told, or if people just get tired of Rick being in charge, but you can't... Yeah. What's up, little boxes? Welcome back, man. Yo! So you can't you can't say that Rick has done something, you know, really worth us being like, okay, cool, I'm ready for him to die. I'm ready for him to be gone. And it was nice yeah. to... It was nice to see... Uh, it was nice to see that. And the Herschel no. homage, you know, especially with Scott Wilson not being with us anymore, was yeah. was probably more emotional than it would have been. Um, sure. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, at the end, Herschel's like, you need to wake up. So he wakes yep. up and runs away again and gets to a safe place again. So, I mean, it's a, yeah. l- a little more tension, a little more, is he going to make it? How on earth is he fighting? Was he on the horse at that point? I don't remember. Awake on the horse. I don't remember. Maybe. At this point, it's like you know. Okay, he's he's running. He's doing what he can. Uh, he's he's fighting through at superhuman levels. So how is this happening? How is this happening? I, yeah, just pushing through on a on a lot of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, Rick wants so badly to. I don't. I don't think at all the whole episode he wanted to stay alive. I no, I don't think that was ever his intention. He wants to, he wants to one keep the bridge safe, but he also he wants to keep everyone else safe. Right. And well, and I, I think he's also, always been willing to give his life for that. Right. And he even says later on, he's like, you know, I'm just so tired. I'm tired. 
Mm-hmm. I've been going so long. I'm tired. I want to quit. I want to quit a little bit. But uh, the next, the next uh, dream sequence has one of the comic book scenes with all of the bodies of people that he's loved and lost strewn across. And that was a little bit emotional. Dude, that was crazy. Just to think of who they've had and who they've lost and who maybe they will lose in the future. And it's just, I mean, you see Carol laying down there and did you like the way that that was shot? Cause that's, that's a little out of character for the, for the walking dead. That scene. No, dude, I'm, I'm getting to the point to where I'm I'm starting to really enjoy some of the stuff that they do that's kind of out of character and yep. unique. That that was I thought I thought it was a really cool scene. Thought it was like like emotional but like weirdly weirdly not emotional, like more so like just reminiscent and right. being okay with death and whatever, you know. It was it was really cool. And then, uh, okay. What's her name pops up? Sasha. Well, Sasha. Yeah. What it, that, what that seemed weird to me. Cause we're uh, Sasha, Sasha and Rick ever super close. That was, that was the one flashback that I was like, Oh, you couldn't, you couldn't get anybody else. <laughs> and I was like, did Chan- was Chandler Riggs busy? What, what is know, he up yeah. to? I mean, yeah. I, Glenn would have been cooler, but I'm sure Glenn's filming that other show and he's busy. And that makes sense, but I figured, you know, they've got to do a thing with Carl, right? I mean, they've got to. Well, I mean, Bernthal, he's probably filming stuff right now, too. Yeah, guy. but how could you not have Bernthal with Rick? I mean, yeah, but no, even it, then, dude, like, how I, I feel like they, they missed a big opportunity with not having yeah. someone, someone more important, or even Abraham, even Abraham would have been, no, dude, like, you hear Abraham's voice for a moment. As he's he's talking to Rick like before yeah. he walks out yeah. into that dead area, and I, you know, because I I follow him on Instagram and stuff, and I and he was on the set, and so I was yeah. like, oh, well, he was he was directing, right? Yeah, that that's what I found out. But man, dude, I I really wish I don't know. It was fine seeing Sasha, but it would have been cool to see yeah. somebody. I've else. never had a problem with Sasha. Sasha's a great yeah. character, and yeah. the way that she sacrificed herself in an attempt to kill Negan, I mean, yeah, it was cool. mad props for that shit. I mean, nobody else yeah. would have thought to do that. Nobody else would have right. even tried. So, and then Rick, Rick again is like, I'm trying to find my family. I need to find yeah. them. And she reassures him, you know, you're not going to find them here because they're not here. Because they're right. not lost. Only right. lost people are here right now. So you need to go find them. But to do that, you got to wake up. Which, which is interesting that... To say, like, only lost people are here, and you definitely see Daryl. Yeah. And you definitely see Carol. Well, I think there may be lost at this point, because Rick right. Rick, Rick, is trying to leave them and trying to get them where they need to go, but, yeah. you know, maybe that's not working out. And maybe they're, they're definitely rudderless at this moment, especially disagreeing with Rick and each other a little bit. They're, they're trying to find their own way. And Carol... Yeah. Is such a different character now than she was a few seasons ago, where she felt like such a hard ass, and she really right. no longer timid little housewife that got beat by her husband. You know, she's she knows who she is, and she's found it, but she doesn't. Yeah. maybe isn't okay with being that person. You know, it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, it's weird the Carol dynamic now. I mean, sure. we can get into that here in a minute. Yeah. So he wakes up again, 
And then he goes to the bridge because he's like, okay, I gotta, this is what I gotta do. They've gotta go across the bridge. And that's where, you know, they'll all wash away because the bridge won't be able to hold. Yeah. And that was, that was tough for him because, you know, he wanted to save the bridge. Yeah. And because of, of what it represents and, you know, really just like all the work that I had done and to just kind of like throw that away felt. Yeah. Wasteful. It did feel wasteful because like they worked really up. hard on it. And it, I've, I still think it was kind of a metaphor for. Which, which is awesome because whenever the walkers went across, the bridge didn't fall apart. Right. It did. Which is so, so cool. It showed like, all right. Like it was this weird like moment. The foundation that we've like, built, this bridge yes. that we've built is, is stronger than we thought it was. Right. Stronger right. than people and were giving it credit for. We, we did unite each other, and yeah. this wasn't useless, even though I'm about to blow it up. But, right. <laughs> you know, it it, did, it served its purpose, and it, it joined people together, and it, and it was, like you said, strong enough for that. It was so, that was really cool. Yeah. And then there's another um, dream sequence, which I wasn't sure at first if this one was a dream sequence or if it was real. I know. The, which I thought was brilliant. Really dumb. Yeah. Because we, we haven't talked about the other felt story. felt like a very typical them saving Rick again. Right. Like Rick is <laughs> going to be okay. And, but right. And even knowing in the back of your head that this is Rick's last episode, you yeah. still thought, okay, they've saved him for now and he's going to die of his wounds maybe. Right. And right. It, like his, his death is going to be a martyrdom that unites the colonies, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. But um, it was, that was a cool moment to see everybody show up and all the people that he cares about and just kill the walkers and give them some time. But then they stop and turn around and look at him and Michonne <laughs> talking. Like, Damn it! And you're like, what? And Michonne, no. Michonne is reassuring him. You're like, we don't die. Yeah. We're fighters. We're the people that live. That's who we are. That's what we do. It's not okay for you to give up right now. So stop and fight. Which I was, I was so glad that Michonne wasn't a walker holding his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like holding him and kissing him. I'm like, God, he's going to wake up. It's going to be a walker. Just be like walker there, kissing him right in the face, biting him on the face, just yep. eating his lips. Oh God, that would have been terrible. <laughs> that would have been terrible. That would have been a terrible way for him to go. So he wakes up and he gets one last burst of energy and he crawls across the bridge and the walkers just, are coming after him. A bleeding out. <laughs> yeah. Bleeding just out. Just gushing at this point. You're like, at oh, that point, it was just like, why even cover it? It's just pouring out of it. Right. What, yeah. what, what good are you actually doing? So before we talk about the climax of Rick's story and on the bridge, yeah. um, let's talk about Maggie. Maggie shows up at Alexandria. They let her in. They inform Michonne that Maggie's going to see Negan with her crowbar. And she has a little conversation with Michonne. And so I want to get your thoughts on this conversation, this dialogue between the two. What did you think? Of her, Michonne? Yeah. I think I'm really happy that Michonne didn't try to, like, step in more. And didn't try to, I guess, like, fight her or hold her back from doing that. Like, she she said her piece. She said, you know, what she felt like she needed to say and why they kept him and how killing him won't make you feel better and right. it won't 
blend back and it won't you know make things right it's it's just literally you killing him and i love mackie just being like well i don't know what else there is to do because nothing feels right nothing feels okay y'all y'all took this away from me and i have to try to get it back to see how to see how it feels you know so like at this point she's just she's tried everything and she's exhausted all of her options and she just wants to do the thing she hasn't done and that's kill Negan. So yeah, and it yeah. was a little surprising to see Michonne give up so quickly, but I mean Maggie made some very valid points. And when Maggie Maggie basically told her like okay, what are my options? What do you expect me to do? Give me a better way to live. Oh, you can't? That's right, you can't, because there's not. This is what needs to happen. And Michonne right. you know, gives yeah, you Yeah, and keys. at that point, at that point, like, is it is it worth fighting Maggie over saving who Negan is now? You know, like, yeah. with everything else going on, is this the one thing? I don't know. It was, and I'm, Obviously, like they didn't know what was going on, Rick and yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. So she gets in there, and okay, Negan has his same bravado, and his voice from the shadows is the Negan that we know and love, and the Negan that we've always hoped that they would write, and just talking shit like, oh, you know, of course I remember you. Um, I'm not going to say that killing wasn't fun. I love the fact that I beat your husband's uh, brains out in front of you while you and your friends were just screaming. I popped his eyeball out of the socket. I hit him so hard. You know, he's basically brutal. so brutal. It was brutal, but I mean, it's the Negan that you, you come to expect. And yeah. especially this season, the way he talks to people and the way he, oh, yeah. you know, he, he sold out to who he is and doesn't regret anything that he's done yeah. is what he wants you to believe. And Maggie, you know, she's struggling a little bit with it. and But she opens the gate, and she's like, get on your knees. I'm going to do it. And he's mm-hmm. like, go ahead and do it. Do it. I want you to do it. I want to see you do it. Yeah. And then he breaks down. Yeah, he gets a little too desperate for it. He breaks down, and then she throws him in the light, and he turns into this, like, crybaby, broken person that knows that they've lost doesn't want to live anymore, but doesn't have the courage to kill themselves. Right. And it was the biggest turnaround of a character I've seen on any show, maybe ever. I mean, I, yeah. I, I feel like I got whiplash. We're like, what the hell? Where did this come oh. from? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to say, did you it. like it or I hated it. I hated it because Negan is maybe my second favorite character. Sure. In the show, he's definitely my favorite character in the comics. And I know people hate Negan. I know, especially in the show, sure. people, Negan is a very polarizing character. But I felt like we were finally getting the Negan that we always wanted. Like us who are fans of the comics and even people who are fans of the show could get behind a Negan yeah. like that. And then yeah. just to see that he was broken. And I, and I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Like, it, was it to save Maggie from doing something that she would regret? Was it to show that Rick's way was better and that he was always a better league, leader and a better better qualified to lead than Negan? I mean, I just I didn't like it. 
it, it like I remember watching yeah. it, and while I was watching it, I I was like upset. I was like, "What are they doing? They're <laughs> ruining this character that supposedly is going to be on the show for a while." Because yeah. we know that Rick is going to be gone, so Negan needs to be there. And you were like, I didn't, I didn't get it, and I didn't like it. So, what about you? I mean, I, I was very firm. Okay. In I hated it. I hated it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I hated it. Um, mainly because I've already gotten into my mind that Negan is is going to be around for a while, mm-hmm. and so. There wasn't, I guess there wasn't a scenario where he got to still be Negan and didn't get killed by Mac, right? Like, if he would have been just as much Negan and just as much, like, an asshole and showed that none of this affected him and he was totally fine, there would have been no other option or else Maggie would have just looked weak. Well, I would have rather her killed him than him. Than him look 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 weak. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would have much rather that have happened, and I think that would have been a cleaner ending, yeah, and a better story cycle for the character. I think that would have been better overall, but I think if he's staying in the show, then I think the way that that turned out. So, like for any other character, if so, if it wasn't. Negan and you didn't have this like idea of what Negan should be mm-hmm. then it would be cool like then it would be like oh this is pretty humanizing you just added a lot of depth to a character and you know let's see how they build from there mm-hmm. uh, but I think the fact that it's, it's Negan and that's not what people want from Negan I think is, is kind of off putting so I'm with you on that I, I felt like I still always feel like Jeffrey Dean Morgan does a really good job. Yeah, I mean, like, he was super convincing even in that moment. Like, yeah, he's such a good actor. As he, he looked so like a broken old man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, which which was shocking. You know, like I was like, put him back in the shadow so that we don't have to see him this way. You just kind of look like sickly as well. Just like yeah, yeah, not well kept. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe my opinion is solely based on the fact that I, I love the Negan from the comics so much. Sure. But the way that they were doing Negan this season, I mean, and I guess you could kind of see cracks and kind of see some things like with Michonne, who's like, I want you to stay and talk to me because I'm lonely. You right. see a little bit of weakness there and a little bit of the cracks forming, but I didn't. And also with, with you know, not having Lucille and banging right. his head against the wall. Right. You know, the crazy you could see the crazy, but you didn't see the, right. hey, Rick has won and he's broken me and I don't want to be here anymore. I don't right. know. It was just kind of off-putting for me. But it was yeah. it was enough to convince Maggie to not kill him because she's like, oh, man, he's living a fate worse, worse than, than that. that. Yeah. He's, right. he, he's not who he was anymore. He's he's lost. He's lost who he is and he's in this world suffering. Um, yeah. so that's way worse than me killing him and letting him go be with his family and escape this. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe upon rewatch, I'll change my mind, but yeah, that, that scene really, really bothered <laughs> me. He's just gonna, he's gonna turn into the hokey little, little prison dude who just has the funny one liners in all the episodes in the future. Well, if, I mean, if that's what he does, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. 
Better right. make sure you grab those tomatoes before they go bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you plant that sorghum, you know, six inches yeah. deep? Because if not, yeah. I mean, the roots aren't going to take. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about Rick's right. end before we get to the the end of the episode. Rick gets across the like bridge. The end of the episode was like the beginning of the episode. Right. <laughs> so, so much I mean, more after that. Yeah. So that's, let's talk about Rick's end. Yeah. So he crawls across the bridge. And the walkers are coming, and the bridge isn't cracking like we talked about. Yeah. Someone get these Tim. Oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. So, <laughs> so he gets across the bridge, and it's not breaking. So he sees dynamite that one of the walkers had walked yeah. and knocked off. He's like, he he formulates a plan, and the plan is okay. I'm going to blow up the bridge. But at that moment, all of his friends show up. And this time it's for real. It's for right. real at this point. So, I mean. Yeah, you got the arrow that hits the walker at the last second. Right. And it's Hoping that it's not another vision and he's not asleep again. Right. And this time it's Daryl, yeah. you know, and Daryl. I mean, he, he's the only one who gets it because all the rest of them want to go around and try to fend off this huge herd and buy Rick some time. But Rick is like, no, no, don't do that for me. There's no need for you to do that for me. I know what I'm yeah. doing. Let me be the one that sacrifices. Y'all go and get away from this big ass herd. I've been working my butt off to, yeah. to get, to get this, to get this done. So, okay, cool. And Daryl, yep. though, stays there and buys him some time, just shooting one after the other. And, like, God, that guy's a good shot. Like, he wouldn't – if yep. he, he's not Dwight who, who missed Daryl and hit Denise in the eyeball. Like, he would have <laughs> killed Dwight one shot. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to shoot that damn crossbow. It was so awesome, too, like, seeing as, like, as he was shooting each walker, like, Rick's face just being like, hey, for that. <laughs> he was just kind of like – one last time. Thanks, man. Yeah. It was nice. Cool. It was nice to see. And so Rick acknowledging, you know, Ames, boom. And it is quite the explosion. Quite yeah. the explosion that knocks off uh, the bridge, kills all the walkers. And we're, you know, you honestly believe that at that point Rick's gone. Right. Rick is dead. And um, it's kind of sad. Yeah, even even Daryl just like starts crying and walks away. Yeah, let's talk about the Daryl tears Everybody because every time we apart. get Daryl tears, it's really more emotional than I'm, anybody I'm, else crying. And he's still got his hair over his eyes; you can barely see his face, and you know he's like this it, crying. He's just got so many wrinkles that whenever tears actually come through, it, it means a lot, right? <laughs> and it was kind he's, of. Yeah, it was kind of an acknowledgement of their relationship because they've been on the rocks for a while at this point. But, right. But Daryl knew knew how he felt about Rick and yeah. knew. And Rick, you know, Daryl said earlier, "I would die for you. I'd die for Carl. I'd die for anything." And Rick said, "I'd do the same." And then Rick proved it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Daryl and them were questioning it, but right. Rick proved that. I mean, he meant what he said. He meant what he yeah. said for sure. So, what did you think of that at that point? Were you like, oh shit, Rick's dead? That was kind of a boss ass way to go out. I mean, what did you think? I think that would have been an awesome way to go out. It really would have been. And so this is where I, I like hit that part of the episode where I'm like, uh, 
I don't know if I if I liked that or or what. Um, but I do think I don't know. I don't know if I was surprised. I think we had talked about this. How how we had talked about uh, what's her name? J- Jada. 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 And how she needed an A or a B. And so, Jadis, you know, yeah. how that, Jadis, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And how that was going to turn out. And, you know, we had our speculations, but whenever the explosion hit it, it looked like there was a fair bit of fire that hit him. Yeah, like, it sure did. I mean, and not, not to mention he'd been bleeding out for right. hours at this point. You know, you're like, okay, Rick's dead. Rick and is what's dead. The, what's the play with being, with being in, you know, walker infested waters? You know, there's hundreds of walkers landing in the water with you. Yeah. With your open wounds. So, I mean, there's a fast current, and maybe he was able to swim to the sure. shore because, okay, well, let's get. So, okay, now we all know Rick's not dead. Spoiler alert right. after the fact that I just said it, Rick's not dead. Uh, Jadis is still trying to get on the helicopter and go wherever she is going to go. And she sees Rick lying on the shore, like, oh, God. And he survived that blast. He survived everything. And Jadis is like, okay, I've got um, a B. So I have no idea what A or B is at this point. I don't think anybody really does. She's like, no tricks. This is really the truth. I want you to save my friend. Can you help me? And they land the helicopter. Yeah. And the last you see of Rick is him waking up, Jadis looking at him in the face and saying, hey, they're going to save you. You're going to be all right. We're good. So Rick lives. He's yeah. leaving. He's leaving where he's been. He's leaving Alexandria and all his friends and family behind. But he's alive, or so we're led to believe. So, sure. what did you think of the big switcheroo? I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this is what I mean by like I couldn't really rate the episode yeah. because, as we talked about, like all the flashbacks and stuff. Really, the first. Most of the episode I love and like just the whole process. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this that that felt like it felt wrong in a way, but I also wasn't super disappointed because I had already kind of wrapped my mind around that this was likely going to be a possibility. So, um, yeah. Did you really did you really think that maybe he wasn't going to die? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I really thought that uh, if he was going to live, then then it would be Jadis that, that picks him up and, and brings him out. No, yeah. we, had, we had talked about, I thought we had talked about that. We had, yeah, but I didn't yeah. know that it would honest. I honestly thought he was dead. I honestly yeah. thought that Andrew Lincoln had basically closed the chapter on this and that The Walking Dead had reached a point where they wanted to reset so bad that they're like, we've got to kill the main character. And I maybe- think I, I wanted to not think he was dead. And if he would have been dead, I think that would have hit me a lot harder. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. He's really gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mean, I think that would have been a lot harder. I, I, was, I was probably just trying to like prepare my... Yeah. Prepare myself for it. And I'm not sure how I feel about it either. Like, I would have been fine with him being dead and then moving on with the show, but 
Or I would have been fine with him living. And, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to think. I feel like we need to really see the next episode and see what they do with with Rick being gone and how they deal with it before I can really give a good opinion. Because it was shocking, sure. And, and I don't think it was like the Glenn switcheroo. Because with Glenn, you honestly thought he was dead. You know, with Rick, sure. you never once thought he was dead. So I think this is different. Yeah. I think this yeah, is completely was, different. Was, was pretty tricky. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm not upset, but I'm just not sure how to feel yet. I feel like my yeah. my opinion is TBD at it this is. point. And it so much relies on the of of what's coming with the show yeah. to really decide. Is this? Uh, and it's not like you can say like on on the creators of the show like oh you made a bad decision killing Rick like. This wasn't their decision. Like, right. Would have had Rick in to the end, but you know, it was obviously his decision. Right. I mean, it and certainly leaves was, it open for him to come back. back at some point. Well, I think that leads us in to more conversation about that. Yeah, for but, sure. Well, I guess we can wrap up the episode. But then yeah. We'll, uh, let's let's talk about the the last part. You know, we see another group of survivors who are fighting it's, a large that herd. One dude, he looks so familiar. He's from Fantastic Beasts. Um, okay, he's the yeah, the, the yeah. baker. He's the baker. Yeah, that's what he's from. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why does he look so familiar? So we see them fighting a herd, and they're they're doing great. But then they start to get overwhelmed. So they, you know, back to back, let's fight till the right. end. They hear shots ringing out, and clears the path for one way, and they all run off. And they run into this little girl with a gun and a hat, Judith Grimes, saying, "Hey, yeah, I'm Judith Grimes. Why don't you come back with me?" I'm Judith. Judith Grimes. So time jump, significant time jump. I think five, oh, six yeah. years. I think they said six yep. years. Um, yeah. is what they had said after. So you're like, oh wow. Yeah. Um, so okay. Question: Do you think that this? Did you think that the time jump was going to be permanent, or did you think it was like, okay, this is like a cool, like flash forward? We know what we're kind of kind of like last season with Rick and his beard, kind of talking oh, to sure. himself, you know. Like before, I saw the what's coming next yeah. in the next three episodes. Uh. I, well, even I with the next three I episodes, did. even with the next three episodes, you kind of thought, okay, this is just going to be the second half of the season, like this weird time jump forward, and then we're going to go back to present day at the start hope, of the... I hope it doesn't go back to present day. I well, really don't. It's not. It's not. They've, they've confirmed. Have you not read that New York Times article? No, I I have I thought you meant like after after they do this season and yeah, you know, I don't, they I wrap would, up the rest of this time jump. I'd be shocked if they did if they went back. I mean, no. I think they're trying to do a hard reset on the show. I was so, I was so glad they did the time jump because yeah. I really didn't want the rest of the season being oh poor Rick is gone. Like let's figure out what. Well, do you want that at all? Like they're not going to deal with Rick's death at all. I think I think point. we'll hear about I think we'll hear more about Rick in a way of like honor honoring his memory. More so than um, like mourning his loss, you know what I mean? If that makes sense, like sure. Well, more so like see Rick, hopefully, and his daughter, so and we'll then see, we'll see people, like a statue of Rick. Somewhere. How people remember him yeah. more so than just like, oh, he's dead, and we have to deal with the loss of that. You know, yeah. I think the group moving past that would be good. 
I get that. And then, okay, so let's talk about over the next three episodes. Whisperers. I mean, that's a big deal because we hear them talking, where did they go? People thinking that the walkers have evolved and things like that. And if you haven't read the comics, you don't know much about the whisperers, so we're not going to go into it. But they're kind of setting up the next big villain, the next big opponent for our group of survivors. And they are a uh, tricky bunch, and they're not people to be messed with at all. Like they're Which honestly made it so creepy. Like, yeah. Just kind of thinking that the walkers are talking and I don't know. Dude, yeah, could you imagine it's if the walkers really had gotten cool. to a point to where they could communicate with each other and they're talking well, and, and that's together. like literally what the group is thinking right now. Sure. That's way more terrifying. <laughs> that is way more terrifying. Like, yeah. oh shit, this is gonna be a problem. How are we gonna yep. deal with walkers who, you know, can maybe think a little bit? And yep. because they're num- they outnumber us, you know, oh, a yeah. thousand to one at this point. As soon as they start using their nuggets, right? What's left of them? And Judith being old and with the hat, I haven't missed the hat um, since Carl has been gone. But <laughs> I guess the hat never dies. And it's it's better. I think she wears it better than she does. And Carl with hair all over his eyes. Was that Michonne's sword, or was it like a little version of Michonne's sword? It was sword? like a little, like, I want to be like Mama's sword. Yeah, I don't think it was Michonne's sword. <laughs> a little, little baby katana. So, that's the end of the episode. And yeah. even after talking about it, I'm not sure how to feel about it. I'm not sure how to rate it, because I thought there were brilliant moments that I really enjoyed. There was a moment that I really hated with Negan, and then... I'm not sure how I feel about Rick still being alive and us just not being on the show for a while because I really think we need to see what they do with that story. But now that they're jumping six years in the future, I mean, what are they going to do? It's like they're resetting the series completely. Well, and also, how do you feel about them making movies? Yeah, three Rick Grimes movies. Three of them. Three. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm... I'm ex- I'm happy to see any more media and any more content for The Walking Dead because I enjoy sure. it and I think it's well done and I think Andrew Lincoln could definitely be the lead in a, a film about the show, but I don't know. I just don't know how I'm going to feel about it because it feels so different. Like a a movie is so different than a TV show. You have way Which, less time to tell a yeah. story, and. I mean, if the if the movie bombs, I know they're saying there's going to be three, but if it bombs, are there really going to be three? <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying? I, I don't think they're going to be blockbuster movies. I don't even no, think they're, they're going to be on AMC, right? Yeah, but it's going to be a little original movies. Made, made for TV movies, like Netflix movies and shit like that. Little AMC Hallmark movies. Yeah. With, with Rick. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think, I think for the most part is what we'll see from those is like, It'll be like a very extended episode. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully they they change the cadence and make it that of like a movie and it has that like a good feel to it. Right. I don't know. I don't know how they do that with that, but it interests me. Yeah. And them changing things up. And they were even talking about maybe even doing that with Rick and or with Daryl and Carol as well. Yeah. Giving them their own. I am excited to see where the series goes from here. Honestly, like the way that they've set it up in the whispers and the time jump, two time jumps in one season is a little weird, but I understand why they had to do it. They have to get rid of Rick. They had to get rid of Rick to kind of reset the series. I mean, there was no way around it. 
That's you, true. You've got to get rid of your main character if you're going to restart the series and you don't need him there. And they needed a pretty significant jump after that to to really show the change. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look all that different. I mean, maybe the towns are a little more developed and things the people like look that. different. The people look different. Michonne Carol has different with hair. Her long hair. Yeah, which I'm fine with that. I'm, I forgot. Yeah. I'm just getting tired of the pixie cut. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I feel like you know, uh, maybe I people are going to disagree with me, but I feel like the show this season for, for sure has built up enough goodwill with me to where I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Even after the yeah. the Rick maybe kind of bait and switch, when they never said they were going to kill him, just that it was his last episode. Right. You know, like maybe I, I feel like they've done a good enough job with pacing and with, you know, cinematography and the music and the everything this season so far that I'm like, okay, maybe the next three episodes are going to be awesome. And I'm kind of excited right. to see them. Because yeah. if they had done this I in like the middle of season six or seven, I'd have been like, oh, no. Uh, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. I, don't, I don't approve. Yeah. No, I'm excited too. I think that. I think that for the first time in the show, like, there's a big change, but I think hopefully it's going to be a change that will at least be pretty interesting. Right. And, uh, yeah. So I, I really hope they just keep honing in on the characters that we still care about, and. Like Tara. <laughs> I just hope they don't spend a lot of time just trying to redevelop new characters. You know, I just hope they don't get in the mindset of like, well, we got rid of Rick, so that freed up a lot of storytelling, you know? Sure. I, think I mean, they're going to have to introduce some new characters, but that's okay. Sure. As long as they do it right. New disposable characters. That's right. That's right. We still have our same mains, and those are the that's people totally. we care about. Yep. I get it. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to give this episode an overall rating. I'm just not going to do it because... No, I don't want to either. I'm not sure how I... Like, there were some brilliant moments, but I think too much is yet to be determined for it to really be... This isn't a standalone episode. This is kind of a tentpole episode, like, okay, this is the end of this and the start of this. So I, I think I can rate the story before it really highly because I've enjoyed it, but I'm not sure about the story after. And that's what I want to see. I agree. I'm totally there too. I, there's no way I could rate this nice. because I loved it. And then there was parts that I was like, so it's kind of like a deal break. Right. <laughs> I think, I think overall, I think it was, it was a good episode. Yeah. I agree. If you're thinking of it, the problem is I think you can think of that episode cut into three different parts, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. All right. Yeah. Do you want to do favorite and least favorite moments, or have we talked enough about that? Uh, sure, we can do that. Yeah. Right. Do you want to go first, or you want me to? Um, you go first. All right. My favorite moment was Shane. Um, I miss Shane. I think the sh- the show could always stand to use some more Shane, and I think he did a great job. And even with a, a brief little cameo, just. Yeah. Shane brings out something in Rick that nobody else does just because of the prior history and then the history with Lori. And I thought that was really well done. And Lori. I, was, I was glad that uh, John Bernthal came back to do that. Least favorite moment had to be uh, Rick. I mean, Negan uh, being just broken. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like that. I still don't like it. Maybe if 
And I doubt even if they tell a good story about it, because we saw some Negan in the next three episodes talking to Judith and, you know, being friendly and all that shit. I just don't see how they can redeem that for me. So I, I didn't like that moment at all. What about you? Um, well, I mean, I, I loved the Shane moment. I'd, I'd probably agree with you there, but I also really loved Herschel. Uh, the Herschel moment. Yeah, I was going to say. It was, it was, it was special, man. I, I think like, I don't, I don't really get emotional in any TV show, anything, but Ever? for some reason I was, I felt a little emotional and especially just, it was probably because of the circumstances, but yeah, probably. no, I just felt like that was, it was really cool. Um, and then least favorite, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. It was, so, there was more than one. No, um, man, I I think just because it felt a little misleading was probably like the Jadis and, and oh, Rick escaping sure. and living, just kind of how the whole circumstance fell into place, being so uh, fortuitous that he would float down in the exact right spot. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe a little bit of that, but gotcha. overall, I think I think. Nice, nice. <sighs> Scoots, what do you think? Scoots, yeah. What do you, What about you, Scoots? Quiet this whole time. This no, we're great. gonna have to give Scoots a chance next week to recap <laughs> and maybe yeah. tell us what he thought of the last. Year. I mean, if he's watched him, I mean, does he watch the show anymore? In, in between meetings, just with Cinderella, watching the Disney Channel. Yeah, Cinderella and Ariel have been, you know, <laughs> taking it. What's on the stuff. Disney Channel nowadays? I have no idea. I could not tell you. The sweet life of Zach and Cody. I don't think that's on there anymore. I think that, I think that was ten years ago. So I don't know. Mickey Mouse, Disney Junior. I can tell you what's on that. Oh, okay. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and shit like that. Mickey's Racers. Va- Vampirina, I think is on. Vampirina. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Is that what I have to look forward to? You do. Try and try and get a uh, little Einstein's because that's actually entertaining. Little Einstein. Just know Caillou. Caillou will just make you dumber. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Keep that. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, thank you all to everybody who tuned in and to everybody who left a comment, uh, be it pleasant or unpleasant. We appreciate yeah. that uh, because that means you took the time to watch and express your opinion, even how incorrect it was. Um, <laughs> if you uh, want to leave us a review and you haven't, we didn't have any new reviews this week, so which is fine. But if you haven't and you'd like to, you could do that on iTunes. You could do that on Twitch. You could send us on Twitter. You could also do that via... Email jd at nthcast.com is our email, and you can certainly send us all your thoughts. We'd love to hear them because we actually do like talking and hearing what other people have to say because we know that we don't always get everything right, and we don't we know that we always don't think about everything as in-depth as uh, some people do. So, That's right. Yeah. Right? So uh, you can follow us on Twitter. My Twitter's at RealJDLee. Uh, sorry, you broke up for a second. I said you could follow us on Twitter. My Twitter's oh, yeah, yeah. at RealJDLee. Mine's at the tryhards, Jason underscore Jason. Right. And you can always follow our show Twitter at FearInthCast. You can always follow our Twitch Twitter at TryHardsTV. And uh, our co host is not here this week, Scoots at ScootsMagootsO1. Well, he would love to hear from you. Just give him all the shit that you can, especially about uh, yep. dinner with Cinderella and the right. wicked stepsister. Uh, because he's. Uh, yes. 
he deserves it. So we'll be back next week for episode six to see what life's like six years in the future without Rick. It's going to be interesting. Judith Grimes. I mean, it's going to be interesting, and I hope that they do it well. I hope Angela King and the writers have done a good job, and I'm excited yeah. to see it. Which for it's first time in a while that I've been really genuinely excited. Like, 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 what are they going to do? Surprise! Yeah. No yeah. idea what's coming, which is nice. It's a nice feeling to have yeah. as a fan and as a viewer. I agree. Yeah. So we'll be back yeah. then. We hope that y'all all have a good week and that you're enjoying your fall. In the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the Nth Cast.